today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Right now, I want to talk about another Justin, uh, and that, of course, is uh, the prime minister of this country. Uh, we know that uh, there have been uh, controversies. Uh, he's been embroiled in a number of things over his uh, term as, as prime minister. Uh, one of them uh, that the uh, opposition parties, uh, I, I guess, love to, to bring up as much as they can is the We Charity uh, problem that occurred some time ago. Uh, there's so many different facets to this, and it's not our intention to drag up the debate about, uh, you know, what happened, et cetera. I mean, it, it's been settled. It's, it's uh, been discussed and debated in commons. Uh, we've had a federal election since then. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but there's a new book out that talks about exactly what happened from the other side, because, uh, you know, we had a, an awful lot of discussion at that time with the prime minister, with the then finance minister, Bill Morneau and others uh, about the conflict of interests, about a number of different facets of this. Uh, but there wasn't too much coming from uh, the other side. That means uh, the WE uh, champion and the WE charity to begin with. Uh, and this book touches on an awful lot of those things. And it, it's, it's in a different attitude and a different take on this. Uh, the author actually uh, is a former board member of uh, the WE charity. Uh, Tafik uh, Ragwana is the, the author of this book. He's also, as we mentioned, a former board member. Uh, and we welcome him to the Bill Keller Show to talk about this. Uh, Tafik, thank you so much for the time. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, the title of the book is called What We Lost, uh, Inside the Attack on Canada's Largest Children's Charity. Uh, and it tells, uh, and I think very justifiably, the untold story about exactly what happened. And as I mentioned in my uh, my preamble here, uh, we certainly got a lot of it from the government side about what was going on or what should have gone on but didn't go on. Uh, talk to us as a board member sitting around the boardroom table with uh, with other your, your other members of the board as this was unfurling. Uh, I, I get the sense of just in even reading uh, the first part of this in the overview, uh, you were as shocked as anybody when this the whole thing exploded. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Bill. It, it was shocking as a board member. And in my book, uh, What We Lost, I liken it to uh, the carnival game of whack-a-mole, where you're trying to hit a mole down and uh, suddenly another one pops up. And before you know it, they're, they're popping up all over the place and it's hard to keep up. And that's what the We Charity uh, scandal felt like from the inside, um, where just, you know, there was just an unbelievable deluge of issues that were coming up. And I certainly found myself uh, both exasperated by the absence of a lot of facts and real context in the media and out of the mouths of politicians. And at the same time, it was a cause for a lot of introspection on my part uh, to really ask, you know, is any of this true? Is any of this fair, at least as it concerns We Charity and the work it was doing and the people who were benefiting from it? And I, and I felt like there were so many misimpressions and misperceptions in the public space that I needed to do my own investigation uh, and really ask the hard questions and find out whether politicians and the media were letting the Canadian people down uh, in covering the story. And that's what this book is really about. I got to ask you about your feelings and your attitude towards this. As I mentioned, you, you sat on the board, you knew what the We Charity was all about. And it, by the way, it existed long before this, this whole thing started and, and had an international reputation. When this story broke, uh, Tafik, did you get the feeling is that, hey, why was I kept out of the loop here? What's going on here? Um, so so I, I didn't really feel like I had been kept out of the loop, but of course, it's a very sensible and human reaction to ask, have I been kept out of the loop? Um, yeah. Are there things that I've missed along the way? And, you know, my sense of it, Bill, was that there were a lot of questions being asked and there were answers to those questions, but there wasn't a lot of space to provide those answers. And the media didn't really seem to care about covering those answers. And so, you know, We Charity ultimately closed down 
um, in Canada. And, and, I, and I think a lot of people still today, when you talk to them, don't really know why it closed down, don't really know if We Charity did anything wrong. And, and I'd argue in the book that it, it didn't. And, you know, whether there's, you know, where there, where there was smoke, whether there was really fire, um, or whether it was a lot of smoke and mirrors, as I think people who read the book will discover um, it is in a lot of cases. Were you aware of the fact that, uh, as we found out in hindsight anyway, the, the, the Trudeau family had at some level of a relationship with the, the Kielbergers? Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I certainly had been to events in which I knew that Justin Trudeau and his wife had spoken on the We Day stage. Margaret Trudeau um, was a, a longstanding uh, supporter of the charity and had helped raise money. And I, I knew I knew all of that. Um, I also knew that the charity was politically agnostic and had a lot of conservative supporters and NDP supporters. And, you know, the charity's approach to politics was to welcome the participation of any political party or a person of any political stripe who wanted to support the mission of empowering young people or the charity's international development goals. And what I talk about in the book is I talk about there were connections with the Liberal Party and with the Trudeaus and others. But there were also a huge range of connections with every political party, including you know, people like Aaron O'Toole, where I, I talk a lot about, you know, the, the engagement of Aaron and other members of the Conservative Party. I talk about the engagement of members of the NDP party. And I think the picture you will see is that We Charity didn't see itself as political. It just wanted allies to support its mission. And, and as I say, there's a reputation with We Charity long before this whole thing started. Uh, and I mean, you got sucked into this. I don't mean you personally, but I mean the charity itself. Uh, and, and I'm sure we've certainly seen this a number of different times. Uh, once a story starts to break like this, and, and there's the, the potential for some wrongdoing from whomever here, uh, the people that are involved, it, it kind of develops a life of its own, doesn't it? And uh, it's kind of hard to interject and say, well, wait a minute, what about this? Because uh, uh, your point's well taken. I mean, when I saw the, the, the release for this topic the other day the, for, about the book, uh, I, I was just obviously re- rethinking and recapping as we covered the story extensively as it was unfolding. Uh, we didn't hear a whole lot from the charity. Uh, a lot of this was was the Trudeau government playing defense on this about some of the accusations and even suppositions that went on this. But the Kielbergers didn't speak out a whole lot about this. Were you surprised by that? Um, so, so, so I, I, I guess I would disagree a little bit with the premise of that bill. I do think that the We Charity and and certainly while I was on the board. But, but also the Kielbergers did try to speak out about this. And I mean, I actually think that, you know, a lot of it was they were responding to thousands of media requests and providing information and posting things. I just don't think the media was very interested in covering that. I think people were interested in presenting questions and then not really waiting for the answers. And so I think that's left the Canadian people with this sensation, you know, the one you just described, Bill, where you feel like you know everything about this scandal. You feel like you know, there's been so much coverage and you already understand it. And and I think the book will show people they actually don't. There was a lot of information that was presented, but no one picked up on. Um, so I, I wasn't surprised by our um, lack of information that was presented. I was definitely surprised by how little it resonated. Well, 
and, and again, that's the, that's the politics of it. And and uh, you know, you mentioned that that you felt as you're sitting on the board there that the We Charity was agnostic. Uh, but as soon as the story breaks, all of a sudden, uh, you know darn well it becomes a partisan issue, and, and that becomes the story then, as opposed to actually what went on or didn't go on. Uh, and and you're right. I mean, you know, some commentators uh, in my business, and and certainly uh, a number of politicians uh, on the other side of the, of the floor there, on the opposition side, uh, decided to run with this. I mean, anything that can uh, deface and 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 muddle, you know, the the reputation of the current government. Uh, politicians are going to run all over that. And that's certainly what happened there. And that became the story as opposed to actually what probably happened. That's exactly right. Look, I think politicians here had an interest in manufacturing the scandal. And it's understandable that opposition parties are going to want to try and bring down the Trudeau government. And, you know, my, my take on what happened here is, you know, it's one thing to question whether Trudeau and other members of his cabinet have complied with conflict of interest rules or ethics rules. But I, but I think that wasn't enough for some opposition politicians, right? To really create a scandal that's going to work and has a chance of bringing down the government. You know, it wasn't enough to say that the Liberal Party, you know, retained We Charity to administer a program if We Charity is a wonderful organization that all Canadians should be proud of. To create a scandal, you know, it had to cast We Charity as villain. And I think that's I think where things got really unfair and I think where, you know, there was a real disservice to the Canadian people is, you know, is politicians started to vilify the charity rather than just focus on, you know, questions about whether the government did what the government should be doing. Well, because that was the mindset. And and as this was unfolding, the topic that the story uh, seemed to be that this was a, a backroom deal, uh, you know, between the charity, between the Kielbergers specifically, uh, and the Trudeau family or the Trudeau government, I guess, on top of that as well, and that this was, you know, something that was cooked up and collaborated on. Uh, as a board member who did know the inside story, I mean, how frustrated were you that that, that seemed to be uh, the narrative that was developing and, and that many people were running with? Yeah, incredibly frustrated, Bill, because it, that narrative is just completely false. I mean, the reality of the situation was that the government and, and, and bureaucrats within the government approached Lee Charity to administer this Canada Student Service Grant Program. And, you know, as I describe in the book, many people at Lee Charity were actually reluctant to take this on. There were real questions about whether the organization, you know, should be doing this right now, should be focusing on international development uh, and relief efforts um, in communities overseas. Uh, and I think Lee Charity really felt compelled to take this on and help in the middle of the pandemic because its raison d'etre is essentially connecting young people with volunteering opportunities. And the government essentially wanted to run a program and it felt it couldn't do it itself. And it came to We Charity and said, you know, can you come up with a proposal to run this program? And the organization felt like it really had to deliver, you know, in a time of need. And so the idea that it, it sort of, you know, was approached by the government, tried to help, was called upon to serve and sort of raised its hand and said, we'll do this and then essentially got burned and maligned for it um, is a real shame. It was incredibly frustrating. And I'd add that, you know, the saddest part is We Charity ultimately closed down in Canada. And what my book does is really focus on what was lost, something that politicians and the media almost never talk about. What does it mean for children and educators in our society who in 7,000 schools were dependent on We Charity? What does it mean for children and women in Ecuador and Kenya who are looking to We Charity to provide, you know, income generation opportunities and clean water in schools. 
just for the sake of our listeners, just as not only the author of this book, but uh, Tafik is also a lawyer by trade. Uh, and there's a couple of key issues here, and you touched on one of them just a second ago with that answer. Because the part of that narrative was that the Kielbergers approached the government and said, we want that program, we can do this. Uh, and, and as a board member, you're telling us that's not true, that in fact, uh, the government approached the charity and said, could you do this or would you develop a plan to do this? Yeah, that, that's intent absolutely. Intent and absolutely. who did what is, is an important part of this, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and by the way, these are not, um, obviously I tell that story in my book, but you're absolutely right, Bill. I mean, the government did approach We Charity and this was a government administer, you know, government program and We Charity was just going to help administer it because it had the skill set and had the proven ability to do that. Um, and, 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 and that's, that's, that's the truth of it. And by the way, this is something I cover in the book, but it's not news. Uh, it's news in terms of, you know, people picking up, but, you know, there's been an ethics commission investigation into this. There has been, um, a investigation by a former solicitor general, uh, Matt Torgan, who looked at the entire government record and more than two years ago had written a report that's publicly available, concluding just that, that the government approached We Charity that this is not some effort by the Kielbergers or We Charity to try and you know pull on some political connection, quite the opposite. And the ethics commissioner ultimately concluded that neither Justin Trudeau nor Bill Morneau nor anyone else tipped the scales in favor of We Charity. So you know these should be closed book questions, but sadly they're not. The other thing, and again, I'll get you to put your lawyer hat on for this one, Tafik, is the charges of conflict of interest, and specifically against the Prime Minister and, of course, the then Finance Minister Bill Morneau. And I know that many of the uh, the pundits that, that wrote about this, or many of the the politicians that jumped on this issue, seem to be insinuating that uh, that you know, well, why didn't the Kielbergers look into this? Why didn't they understand about the conflict of interest? And and as you point out in the book, that's not on them. Uh, it, it's up to the individual politician. Uh, to ascertain whether or not there's a conflict of interest. It's not up to the Kielbergers, or any business that matter, uh, in situations like that. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely right. And you're picking up on a theme that was actually covered in the excerpt from the book that was published in the National Post uh, this mm -hmm. past weekend. And I encourage people to, to read that excerpt because it covers just that topic, which is who, who bears responsibility for managing government conflicts of interest? Um, and I, I'm not making a decision about whether there was or was not a conflict of interest. But, you know, if there was anything to manage, it was on the government. Um, it's ridiculous to talk about a charity or a business or, or any people being able to manage, you know, someone else's conflicts of interest. Anyone who's doing business with the government is not going to be able to figure out whether every government employee has complied with ethics rules or certainly and on that point, it, as, as a board member on that point, this is an important uh, distinction here, too. Was there an assumption that these guys know, must know what they're doing? Uh, you know, we, was there an assumption that they, they did vet themselves or not vet themselves? In other words, that's not a question necessarily that, that a board would ask of a, of a government. Is, is everybody clear here? Is everybody clean on this? Uh, you know, that you assume behind closed doors when they're having these discussions that the prime minister or the finance minister, whoever it might be, uh, ha has taken that into consideration. It's, it's not up to you to ask whether or not they have. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think everybody within We Charity, both myself then, but but in subsequent interviews that I conduct for the book, I think everybody assumed that the government had decided whether people needed to recuse themselves. And if they did, they, they recuse themselves. And similarly, you know, there have been a lot of allegations that this was a sole source contract. It's the same thing there. We Charity submitted a proposal 
to administer this program, it didn't have any visibility into whether other organizations were submitting proposals. It understood that there were other people who were also being considered, other organizations that the government was talking to and that the government was observing all of its, you know, internal best practices. And, and that was a fair assumption. You know, I say in the book, if someone had asked me the question and no one asked me this specifically at the time, but if someone had asked me the question, should we be, we charity be doing more here? I would have said, no, I mean, that's not a responsibility that you should undertake. It's not your job. And I don't even know why they would tell you the answer. What we needed to be doing is making sure we're monitoring our own conflicts of interest and let the government do what it needs to be doing, you know, and, and providing assurances that it's, it's taking care of everything within, within the government shop. The book is called What We Lost, Inside the Attack of Canada's Largest Children's Charity. Uh, Tafik Raguala is the author. Uh, thank you so much for this. I was intrigued when I read the, the piece in the National Post. I'm glad you had some time to talk to us about this today. Thank you very much for having me. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.